2: Hello and welcome to the Everything Is Black and White podcast. Andrew Musgrove here and I'm bringing you a special episode. I'm heading up to St James' Park to catch up with War Flags, the group who've been putting on some spectacular pre-game displays ever since the Newcastle United owners took over the club from Mike Ashley. I'm recording this on the Tuesday evening before the Magpies face Crystal Palace at home. They are looking for their sixth win in a row. A feat that's not been achieved since Sirboy Robson back in 2004. This episode is going out after the Crystal Palace game, so hopefully by the time you listen to this, the flag display that they've got planned will have gone down an absolute treat. Newcastle would have won that sixth game in a row, and it's been a very good evening on Tyneside. But as it is, let's head up to St James's Park to find out where all the hard effort that goes in from the volunteers of War Flags. So I'm just walking into St James's Park now through the players' entrance. We have to walk through this way to meet them in the Gallagher. It's all very quiet, as you might expect, no one around but the volunteers who are busy in the stands. But between the players' tunnel and the press room is a corridor, and on both sides of this corridor are pictures of Newcastle United legends from Paul Gascoigne, Chris Waddle, Malcolm Macdonald, all the way down to the older ones like Hughie Gallagher. And the excellent thing about walking through this corridor is that when you look on the walls, many of these players have actually got their own flag and they've been flown on the Gallagher in tribute of you know what they've achieved here. Some are absolutely brilliant goal scorers, some are brilliant leaders, some just have legendary status for their character and the way they played in black and white. But it's really nice to see so many of those names on flags and have already been flown and continue to be flown in. The Gallagher, so come out now, I'm going to walk onto one of the concourses just to get a view of St James' Park and see what the guys have done so far I can already see dozens of flags in the seats I guess with a quick turnaround, many of these have just been left since the uh, victory over Leicester City and wow, the Gallagher <laughs> there is gold foil in two sections of the Gallagate Um, it it looks like it's spelling out number 10 which might give you a bit of a clue to just what the display is not many flags in the Leeser's end just yet but when we catch up with the group I'm sure they will explain uh, what is going on and whether the Leeser's end will indeed get the flags there's a few scattered over in the east stand and then we're into the Melbourne area you can see uh, a flag on Medad Gadusi's seat there was a joke that Miguel Almiron actually stole that one, but uh, as you saw on social media, no doubt he did leave it in the dressing room and it is back on the co-owner's seat. I'm going to head over now and try and speak to a few of the group while they are busy putting out this gold foil. So I've just caught one of the members, Thomas Concannon, who you might know is also on the board of the Trust. He's just gone there from the Gallagher end down uh, the front of the, the East stand, just directing others in the Gallagher on how to place the foil on the seats. It's not a job that I envy at all. So we're standing here uh, in the Elisa's ends and we're looking across to the Gallagher. Thomas, just explain what we can see right now.
1: So we're trying to put together a number 10 um in gold foils um shaping out across the the middle and, and lower tiers of the Gallagher end um we're just trying to get the shape of the the shape of the numbers right obviously it's an allen St maximum display and you know we don't want it to look like it's not a zero you know, like an Easter egg um so yeah that's just what we're trying to put together right now.
2: So we're looking at it and I mean we're about 24 hours or so away from from kickoff. It's not done yet and you're sounding a little bit stress but well, I mean you can make, make out the 10 but this is the kind of effort that you guys go through
1: we can make out the 10 now whilst there's no one here the issue is how it looks tomorrow when there's people in because we obviously need people to wave it if, if there's a big gap of people not waving it then you question as to what it would look like um, so we are reliant on people being in their seats and actually waving the flags um, so it is stressful <laughs> it really is because we, we as tip, in typical war flags fashion, we leave it right at the last time.
2: <laughs> um, but, I mean, you had the the David Kelly flag out and he was obviously here at the ground and he absolutely loved that. And you went through a bit of, how shall we say, uh, stress getting that to St James's Park as well after uh, losing the original flag and having to get it shipped up or trained up from yeah. down south. But then to hear him say, you know, he was really touched by it, to see all the pictures and video, it then puts this stress you're going through now for the latest one kind of into context, it's all worth it in the oh, end. Yeah,
1: it's totally worth it. I mean, like it's an Allenson maximum display. So let's let's say for example he goes and has an absolute blinder against Crystal Palace then you sort of take you might take a little bit of credit,
2: <laughs> War flags the credit.
1: yeah yeah totally yeah. <laughs> but it's just you know it, it, it totally is worth it. I mean you're right what you were saying about the David Kelly display like getting a message off him directly thanking us and saying it how humbling it was it's just it's just amazing like it, it really is because we knew how important the display was to the fans because so many fans say that, that that goal was one of the most important that they remember so to actually see you know the person that it was aimed at say that it was amazing that it meant so much to them um, hopefully this, Well this this, this is the, this, the exact effect That we're going for now For a player that currently Plays in this team like I said, Why now?
2: Why Alan St Maximum Against Crystal Palace?
1: So A lot of people have asked Why we haven't had A Maxi um, Flag Obviously we've got Bruno We've got Joel Linton Maxi is, is By far In my opinion Other people might disagree He's the most technically Gifted player That we have in the team At the moment Who can just set The game alight If he, if he really wants to I know that some people find him frustrating, but we just hope that this just gives them the lift going to the end of the season. We've seen that he, he, you know a little bit of criticism's creeping in. Now's the time to be proper fans and just you know get behind the lad. We saw it against Wolves when we started saying his name before we scored. He just it just it just gives them that lift. And imagine what this will give him. Just
2: talk to me first of all about all this going on. You and uh, Thomas have been over here. Taking pictures, you've been on the phone to the volunteers over in the Gallagher trying to get them to move the gold foils left, right, a little bit. I mean, that is the tiniest of details.
3: It's the smallest of details, but what we'll do is we'll come up with an idea and then we'll plan it out on a spreadsheet and see how it looks. And then if you've been over, you'll see on one of the chairs there's a laptop, the spreadsheets out, so we know what number we start at, where we finish, where it comes in, where it goes out. But sometimes with just the way the seats are laid out it doesn't quite look right but being over there you can't see if you're on top of it how it looks so it's best to come over the other end get a look and rather than try and shout or run round it's a case of right on the phone we have to see where he is or right, this needs adjusted can we just try it that way and see what it looks like and it's all just about getting it right at the end of the day And um, but it's good that we've got the communication in the group that enables us to do that and we might say alright that looks rubbish or whatever and there's there's no argument about it it's just like right what can we do to make it better so where we've got the number one on the top block it was moved over one row to the right but then where the stairs come down it sort of stepped out on the one so we came over we looked at it and was like right that needs to move back over so to one continuous line all the way up. You mentioned the laptop and spreadsheets that was news to me and I bet it's news to
2: thousands of people listening to this episode that the actual detail is done like that
3: because, yeah, I think that'll come as a surprise to many. I, it, it just makes, makes things a hell of a lot easier when you can look at it and then you can visualise it before you actually do it because if it was just right, come in and start anywhere and make it look right, you'd be thinking, oh, God, where, where do I start? What, what do I do to start it off? So we'll have a couple of people who look at the spreadsheets and one of the lads actually made a seating plant of the Gallagher on Excel so now it's just a case of colouring the cells and see what we'll come up with yeah, so I'm, I'm here with Josh now and he's been
2: fortunate enough to see the display we're here down in St James's Park uh, on the Tuesday before the Wednesday kick off you saw you can see the number 10 now you saw the, the flag as well in between the tribute to St Maximum. Moon uh, how do you think it's going to go down?
0: Absolutely fantastic. It looks fantastic. Like Even now in an empty stadium, it just looks unreal. And if that doesn't give him what he needs to go out and absolutely electrify the fans, then nothing will because War Flags have done absolutely fantastic with this display. As they do every week, but this is special, this one.
2: And as you mentioned, week in, week out, they've just, they keep getting bigger and better. As a Newcastle United fan, what impact have War Flags had on your club?
0: Everything, man. They, they have brought the atmosphere back to St James's Park. They've made it feel like it used to feel before the Ashley era, It's just really, really special to come here now. Match days are electrifying and I'm bringing my little boy who now knows yeah. what Newcastle United is and War Flags have done that. As long as they carry on, this club can go anywhere. And obviously, the new owners have bought a lot to the club, but bringing War Flags back in and them doing what they do for us is amazing. And
2: you see them here, you know, they've all got day jobs, all got family lives, but they're here... You know, getting this all ready, it's, it's a, it is a really big sacrifice, but they just, they just want to make the club as, as good as it can be.
0: Absolutely. They're a special bunch of people. Everyone that's involved around War Flags is amazing. And the extra work they're putting in, I mean, it's what, half seven a night now, and they're still here putting flags out for us. And the work they put in is just incredible. And we
2: should all be very proud as a fan base of War Flags because they're brilliant. And Josh is 100% right. We should be very proud of War Flags for what they do for Newcastle United and St James's Park. They put in a heck of a lot of effort to make sure the displays look as fantastic as they do. They've all got jobs, they've got personal lives to get on with, but they're here at James's Park working hard to make sure when those players run out, all stands of st Jim's park look absolutely fantastic and what else is great you look around here and there are members of war flags with their young children the children have come in and are helping putting the flags on the sea that's going to have a huge impact on their love for newcastle united so let's go and catch up with one of the dads who's lucky enough to be here with his young lad why do you take the time out uh-huh. to come here and help you know volunteer for
3: War flags yeah because you know like i think it's probably the biggest display in the country and it's big it's re- you're really proud of being part of this experience as well with it with the bringing my son as well like my dad used to bring me do you know what i mean so i want to help him grow into this situation as well you know yeah, I
2: guess, and that must be a nice moment to have him here tonight and then tomorrow at
3: the game as well oh 100 you know what i mean like uh, he's off school this week and also tiring them out, keeping them busy, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And he, he's wanted to come to the fairs to help out as well, you know.
2: Being here tonight, helping, putting all these flags out for all the people to, to uh, fly tomorrow, I mean, that's a very special job. How do you feel about that?
3: Um, I feel that it, like it's better than going on my laptop.
2: But <laughs> just <laughs> how special is Alan maps And you, what, what kind of impact do you think this is going to have on him tomorrow? Um, I heard that some fans are picking on him, so all the flags and stuff at the number 10, which is his number, I think it's going to, like, encourage him. And the fact you're here, you're better half, here, you've got loads of volunteers milling around as well, 24 hours before kick-off, it's it's a sacrifice a lot of people have to make to make sure these displays go ahead and, and, and look yeah look if it really wasn't well. for the volunteers you wouldn't have this you wouldn't have part of the atmosphere on a, on a match day at the beginning before the match kicks off if you didn't have the volunteers willing to come and put the hours in and the, the the generosity of people that are donating to war flags to be able to to do displays like this before a match day and i guess for you as a, as a parent when you look and you see your your, your child and the excitement in his eyes when he comes to a game—that must just make it all worthwhile. It does. We would say he's cursed for life now, but <laughs> but hopefully not cursed for very much longer. Hopefully it's it's going in the right direction now. So hopefully he he might see, he might see trophies. He might see trophies.
3: It is. Everyone wants to help each other, and if like people can bring the kids in who are willing to help out and not just come because it's oh, I'm at St James's Park and actually want to put the flags out, it's nice to see. And uh, but as you say, it is a bit like a family when. Everyone's in the group chatting In terms of For you and the
2: volunteers Because you are volunteers You've got uh, You know Busy lives Personal lives You've got jobs The effort that goes into it Is unbelievable It's not just Hours before kickoff, Is it It's days Sometimes weeks Uh, Just put that into context For the listeners
1: It it is It does take over your life A little bit Especially You know When we've got Three home games in a row In such a short space of time It really becomes A massive part of your life So much so That you're almost here Every day um, Or at least Planning you're in the planning stages. There's numerous messages. We've always said we've got, we've we're quite basic. We've got a WhatsApp group, and it's just full of ideas, full of just it's chopping and changing all the time. Um, a few arguments here and there, but it's uh, it's it, it just it is a lot of work, but we absolutely love it because we see what it brings on a match day. You know, we we're not in it for the credit, but we do get a lot of it, and it it, it it's hard not to take that in, you know, and and just be, and be proud of what the group does. But at the same time, we're only able to do what we do because of the support that we get from fans and the reaction that we get from fans just makes us go bigger and bigger and bigger.
2: So when you get back after a game and then you're on a social media and you see the videos or you're on, hopefully, our website and you see the pictures, just describe to me the feeling, knowing that your hard work has been part of whatever display it might be and then you're seeing fans, you're seeing the owners, the players, the manager,
3: all giving you guys a load of praise? like we've always said from the start we're not in it for the praise and obviously until this season we are just done the Gallagher end so it was more due when we are just done the one stand obviously your other three stands can see what's going on but you being in the middle of it you can't see how it looks from a fans perspective so as you say when when you get home from the match and you have a look and you are wow well, that actually looks mint and that's the first time you see it basically when you get home sometimes we'll have a couple of volunteers who want it match and they'll get a photo of it on the telly and send it in the group but trying to get them to load and whatever when you're in there so when you go home and you see the, like, the reaction on social media it's just nice to see all your hard work's being rewarded and the fact you've got access as well in days
2: leading up to the game you've got access to all the stands I mean you can go and take the, the, the flag right up to the, the top of the leaders there if you fancy well not level 7 but you know that's a massive help isn't it and is it kind of a symbol of how far the club have come
1: Oh, massively I mean we've had this access you know when we obviously had the previous owner we did have this access but there's a lot of trust then, a lot more trust there since since the takeover's gone through That we we have a great relationship with the people in the club they just let us in they, they can trust us they know we're going to do something fantastic and um, yeah without without this access and if it was sort of you know, limited to a certain time frame, then it, this wouldn't be able to happen. We we just need we need that freedom because at a drop of a hat, there's five or ten people in the group who who say, right, we're going in tonight, we're going in to do something. Let's go been, and do yeah, it. Yeah,
2: you've been in you've been into James Park two 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 in the morning stuff, haven't you? It's been quite yeah late.
1: yeah very late. There's yeah there's been people being here till till you're right one o'clock two o'clock in the morning, um, midnight. It's just yeah it is getting late, but it it's kind of as well we try and we've always said we want to play on the feeling of the fans at the time so a lot of the displays are last minute decisions you know because we we don't want to just plan ahead for the season right we'll do this this game This you have to go off the feeling of the fans and that's what makes it absolutely incredible you know Um, the David Kelly display it it was right to do it at that time because it was near to the anniversary people have asked why we're not doing that tonight because it's closer to the anniversary but we knew David Kelly was going to be there on Sunday um but this just feels right it's a nighttime game get a bit of gold out on the seats and uh yeah everyone loves a nighttime game at st james's and hopefully this just brings a little bit extra you
2: guys I say, putting loads of effort. It. it's looking great already it'll look great tomorrow but i guess you're only as good as the fans who pick up the, f- the flags and wave them
1: no this is it we we are absolutely desperate for people to be in their seats for kickoff and to get involved in waving the flag don't look at it oh what's this piece of gold on my seat you know just pick it up get involved because you're making this look absolutely incredible and you're helping lift the atmosphere we've seen it the flag displays really do lift the atmosphere yes of course what goes on the pitch is a massive help and that's the biggest that's that's why we're all here but it's that little bit of a kick on right at the beginning of the game
2: how many foil do you reckon you've got there and how many flags as well because I'm just wondering in terms of the number of stuff you've got to put out and then the number of volunteers you've actually got
1: to do it this gold one I'm looking at I'm looking at a fellow volunteer here. I'm just trying to think of a number. Five hundred. I'd say
3: a thousand, close up a thousand. I think we counted it up at about seven or eight hundred, and then we it's right, we'll order a thousand. So if anything happens where we need a few so extras, we've got, we've got it. More. Yeah.
1: So we, there we go. <laughs> we've got about a thousand in stock. Yeah. We'll just in terms of the flags on the seats, um, I've lost count now. Is that's that's it. That yeah, that's in the thousands. It it's absolutely thousands? yeah, it's in the thousands. We're wanting to buy a lot more. Um, because obviously we we totally recognise this big part of the stadium that we still haven't reached, um, yeah. So the, the the mini black and white flags are in well into the thousands now. The mini flag, and t- sorry, the bigger wavers they're they're getting, you know, it's probably reaching nearly fifty of those, which is brilliant. Um, yeah, so we're, we're quite we're quite well stocked in
2: terms of flags. And in terms of the volunteers who put them out, because it's not I don't think it goes into the hundreds,
1: does it, or even the the dozens in terms of how many volunteers yeah. we have no we have a group of what 20 26 people in the in the in a WhatsApp group we have a we have a, we have a side group in terms of volunteers who offer their help to come in which um I'm not too sure how many's in that but it's probably probably upwards of about 20 but you know when we did the display um the Brighton display when we did both ends and foils we had about 70 odd people helping that night and that was with the help of the Newcastle Foundation who have continued to offer their support as well so we're well supplied in in terms of volunteers now which is which is fantastic because you can't have too. you don't want too many because then it becomes quite difficult Because sometimes you can come in and there's just nothing to do people will just be stood around not doing anything you know we we, at the end of the day we do love what we do but it's um yeah we, we like to keep it a close-knit group, so we because we need because of the access we do have, we we also need people that we know and trust. You mentioned there the
2: number of flags you've got. The important thing is, or the the best thing that, and we, you mentioned this to me last
1: week. It's all fan-funded. It's all fan-funded. It, this that's the best thing about it. Um, you know, we there may come a time when we when we do a display that we we have maybe a little bit of financial help from the club when when it's literally involving the entire stadium. But when it comes down to these displays, so far everything here is fan funded, and that is absolutely the best thing about it because it comes from the heart. And I've said this before: it's authentic, it's pure, and it long may that continue.
2: And to those who have put their hand in the pocket, what do you say? Thank to them?
1: you, just thank you, because you make this happen. Um, it's especially now when when it's times are getting hard for people, um, you know, in terms of bills, and, and yet still, when we put a play out for some donations they fly flying, they're absolutely flying. We've got people setting up direct debits. You know, it's just, it's absolutely incredible. So without them, it doesn't happen.
2: And you've had pundits as well, Jamie Redknapp on Sky saying, you know, the fans will play a big role in why. Players will want to join, and players enjoying their time. And obviously, war flags plays a big part in that. So when you get that praise, and I know you've had praise from Eddie Howe and Jamal Lascelles, it just keeps rolling in.
1: It's it is it's it it is nice to hear. Don't get me wrong, um, it's nice to know that other people think we're having that impact, and we just hope that that continues as well in terms of the results that we get here. We're not like I said before. We're not after the plaudits. we really aren't. We just want to help the team, help the atmosphere. Um, but to know that you might be having that impact and encouraging players, you know, we've heard, who wouldn't want to come and play for Newcastle in front of all of this? Like, that's amazing. Like, if that does have an impact, fantastic. Whether it does or not, I don't know. You know, there's obviously a lot more contributing factors to what goes on, to what just goes on in the stands. But it's, um, it's nice to know that we play that small part. And to see Miggy take a flag at full time. Yeah, he stole it. Um, still waiting for a massive donation because of that. But um, yeah, yeah, he did. To be honest, it was great to see a player with one of our flags. It sort of just goes along with how, you know, what's happening. Everything that's happening with the flag group at the moment is just absolutely crazy. So to see one of your players now picking a flag up and just waving it as he goes off the pitch, to see it in the dressing room, that famous dressing room photo when, the, when we win a game, it's absolutely amazing. He can keep one if he, uh, if he keeps putting in performances like he did the other day.
2: Do you know the best thing I'm yeah, just talking to you right now. You can see, you know, the way you sound, the listeners to hear it, and just looking at you, you just you just buzzing. I
1: yeah. It, we all work hard. We've all got full time jobs, and then you, you get to come to Saint James's Park when it's closed, and just put out a display. It's absolute, we are so lucky to be able to do this. We've, we we realise that, but we work hard. We we make sure that we've got a display. But uh, yeah, it's hard not to be buzzing with the whole the whole football club at the moment. Like I mean, especially. We're just two days after um, Bruno scored the last-minute winner, like that—that that feeling the other night. That how many times does that go against us? Like to have that go for you, it was just, especially a, a goal like that under the new the new regime is just it's it's something special. Like and it really helps nights like this because you're just buzzing. You can't wait to get in again.
2: So there you have it—an insight into the hard effort and commitment of War Flags. The trouble that those guys go through to make sure the displays that you see on your TV screens and in the newspapers and online go down without any issue. Fingers crossed the tribute to Anselt Max from the golden number 10 and the banner flown on the Gallagher had the desired effect that you heard the chaps talking about in this episode that it gave Maxi a boost and takes him up to the level we all know he can be. He's in need of a few goals. So fingers crossed by the time you listen to this episode, you're listening to it with Maxi having scored a hat against Crystal Palace, helping Newcastle secure that sixth win and taking them closer to survival for next season. This has been the Everything is Black and White podcast. I've been Andrew Musco. Please remember to like and follow the podcast through your podcast provider and head over to chroniclelive.co.uk to keep up with all the latest Newcastle United news.